You might be aware, if you've listened to this podcast much, that I've been tracking the journey of a ship called the Ever Given with the call sign of H3RC. It caught the attention of the world when it became stuck in the Suez Canal, and as events continue to unfold, the story gets more and more interesting, and other events are coinciding that cannot be by accident. First, let me cover something about this ship that hasn't been covered yet, and then we'll get into some other pieces that are tying together. The thing I want to discuss first is where this ship's journey started. It left from a port called Tanjun Palepas. T-A-N-J-U-N Palepas, P-E-L-E-P-A-S. Tanjun meaning simple, and Pelepas meaning denouement, and that being the solution of a mystery, or to untie a knot. So it appears that this whole journey is about simply unraveling the mystery. And that mystery comes in the meaning of words, the names of the places, the ports that it's been and where it got stuck. Now the city where this port is, is named Iskandar Puteri. Puteri. Iskandar being an Arabic name meaning, or word meaning defender of people, but also the name of a Russian ICBM, intercontinental ballistic missile, that can carry nuclear warheads. Puteri, P-U-T-E-R-I, appears to be a Romanian word for powers, from Sanskrit putri, and is the Malay word for daughter or princess. So it appears to mean the daughter or princess that will defend the people, possibly by nuclear means. The next piece in the puzzle is the district and state where the city and port are located. The state is Johar, J-O-H-O-R, and the district is Johar-Bahru, Bahru being B-A-H-R-U. Now, Bahru means new. So let's just focus first on the Johar, because it appears that it's going to be a new Johar. So what does Johar mean? Well, it is a Hindu practice, also referenced as Rajput. R-A-J-P-U-T. It is a practice of self-immolation, or sacrificial killing. This is done by women when they are trying to avoid what would happen to them if they were captured during the invasion of Muslim armies. This can also take place and can be done by male members of their family that can execute them to avoid capture as a sacrificial killing. One of the ways that was noted is to throw them in a fire, kind of like a sacrifice to Moloch. It can also possibly mean salute, so there could be something attached to that, but there's quite a bit to this new Bahru, potentially. So all of these locations are in a country called Malaysia. So the port, the city, 
the district and state are in Malaysia, which is now a majority Muslim country. Malaysia is that of Malay, from the Malayu Kingdom, M-E-L-A-Y-U. Tracking down the meaning of Malaysia was a little bit difficult, and so I broke it down into its parts, knowing that Mel is a word, Mel meaning dark or black, and then looking up I-U-A-Y-U is a Japanese word for sweet fish. It's a fish known for having a sweet-tasting flesh, which in the context of a lot of the things that we've covered, the temptations of the flesh seems to fit in to the story quite well. So that is the start of this ship's journey, a simple mystery to solve. Now that ship has run its course, starting in Malaysia, going through the Suez Canal on its way to Rotterdam, Netherlands, then stopping at Felixstowe, United Kingdom, then stopping in Malta before making its journey back to where it is now in Qindao, China, or Tsingtao. Tsing meaning nuclear and Tao meaning path. But it never actually got to port yet. It just parked in the Yellow Sea. It dropped anchor for about a, a day and then started sailing in circles and now it appears that it might be making its way to shore to moor in port. So let's connect some dots. Also in China, not only is it the location where the Ever Given is going to finally reach port, but also what's happening in China is a financial issue that started making headlines on the 18th, also the arrival day of the Ever Given. It has to do with a real estate developer named Evergrande, so you can see a little bit of a theme happening here. So there's the concerns in China over the financial position of the Evergrande has been the reason for the market sell-offs that we are seeing around the world today. And today being the 20th and also the first day of what's called Sukkot, the six-day Jewish festival and also the name of where the Ever Given got stuck for, of course, six days. I think part of the mystery or a foretelling of things to come, a heads up for those that are paying attention trying to solve the mystery. But one way that financial regulators deal with the volatility that you're seeing in the sell-offs can come in the form of reverse repo markets. I'm not familiar with how that process works, but a friend of mine that is, that works in the financial industry, sent me a video explaining how the reverse repo markets work. And this video is from four months ago because this reverse repo has been happening at a larger pace week by week. But there was something that was mentioned in this video right in the beginning Ask the question, is this the groundswell before the volcanic fissure opens up? Now, the reason I find that so 
incredibly interesting is because, as I said, the video is from four months ago and what started on the 11th of September and went more into a full, much larger eruption around the 18th is an eruption at the Cumbria Vieja volcano in the island of La Palma. Now the chain of islands there is called Gran Canaria, tying again into the Evergrande. Now seismologists are talking about ground uplift as a sign of further eruptions because the lava is filling in the chambers under the ground and can't escape, so the ground lifts up until it can come out, which could result in a pretty significant explosion, a.k.a. groundswell. So this could, it could possibly lead to a tsunami. That if there's anything close to what the predictions of seismologists has been over the last couple of decades, would decimate portions of the east coast of North, Central, and South America. They've said that the resulting landslide of part of this island from a massive eruption hitting the ocean would cause a tsunami that could be in the area of 30 meters or 100 to 150 feet high. That would wipe out much of the coast. So it's a big if. But so again, today is the 20th of September, the start of Sukkot, but also the start of exercises in Ukraine called Rapid Trident. And not to, to leave out any interesting non-accidents and how this is all tied together, just prior to the splashdown on the 18th of the Inspiration4 Dragon SpaceX rocket, the U.S. launched two Trident II unarmed nuclear missiles from a sub in the waters near where the splashdown was going to take place off the coast of Florida. Now with the ever-given circling in the waters of Tsingtao, is this all leading down a nuclear path? Time will tell because we're seeing a lot of elements to this being nuclear. <laughs> And we'll also see if there's more to this call sign of this ship being the H3RC. H3 being the Higgs boson, a.k.a. the God particle, that they have been trying to collide at CERN to replicate the Big Bang that started the universe. If they were to accomplish such Big Bang, they could, <laughs> they could wipe out the universe. I don't understand the thought process behind that, but... That's for them, I guess. Or is there more to come from this Grand Canaria? Which reminds me of a very important element to all of this, and that is the full name of the island of La Palma. The full name of La Palma is San Miguel de La Palma. Now, San Miguel translates as Saint Michael, and La Palma translates as of the palm, palm being the flat of the hand. So is this eruption the canary in the coal mine? Is it the hand that's about to be stretched forth? Is it reference to Michael as we see in Daniel chapter 12, 
1 through 4. And it says, At that time shall arise Michael, the great prince who has charge of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such has never been since there was a nation till that time. But at that time your people shall be delivered, everyone whose name shall be found written in the book. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the sky above. And those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. Now this runs parallel to what we see Yeshua tell us in Matthew chapter 24. The exercises that are being run around the world in the South China Sea, in Ukraine, etc., 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 along with these volcanic eruptions. Now, just before I was going to record this, I saw that there's an alert, a red alert, for another major volcanic eruption in Alaska. Alaska meaning the action of the sea upon a thing. These things all culminating together could certainly lead up to a time like never has been nor never will be again. But time will tell. Godspeed.